with everyone's permission. Happiest Friday. Erev Shabbat Shalom. Today's shiur is dedicated to Nishmat, Malka Bat Shalinus, Rachel Benichen, Nefesh Chana Bat Shemuel, Nefesh Zerubavel Ben Gabriel, Nefesh Tziviyah Bat Mashiach, Rachel Benichen, Megan Eden. So we, Peleoetz, started us off with Ona'a. Ona'a, which refers, the word Ona'a literally means to oppress or to abuse somebody else. Uh, and the first part that he speaks about that we're continuing with a little bit today has to do with financial abuse or, or monetary abuse in, in business. But then there's other types also, as we, as we will continue and see in the... Wow. Uh, so, uh, yeah. so first he started off with uh, some of the business ethics that as a Jewish people we should hold ourselves to. And then he says, And he says, And yes, it is true. Uh, he's already brought up this theme before. And he says, The Yetzer Hara for money blinds the people who have sight. Even a, even a person that you tell something, that it's very clearly, obviously true that you shouldn't do something. So the Yetzer Hara finds a way to, to blind a person. And finds a way to say, No, it's okay. It's okay. This is what I need. It's his job. Yetzerah finds a way uh, to make it permitted in your eyes. Aval al regarding uh, this, our Chachamim taught us in Masechet Erubin, Adam Nikar Bechiso. A man, you can tell who he is with his pocket, with his wallet. Wow. I, whenever you can see how a person conducts himself as business, that's one of the ways that you know uh, who a person is. Right? The Gemara says three things. It's a very famous Gemara. Adam nikar bechiso, bechoso, ufkaaso. Three things. With his kiso means with his wallet, with his financial dealings. The second is bechoso, with his cup, his drinking. With his drinking. With his drinking, when he drinks, in what context he drinks, how he drinks. And the third one is, with his anger. What do you get angry over? What do you get angry over? That, that tells who a person is. Does a, does a person get upset that he misses a shiur? Is that one that makes him angry in the morning? Or is a person misses some, some nonsense that he, uh, that he didn't need to get to? He gets upset. Oh, what do you get angry? You get angry over important things or you get angry over nonsense? But are you allowed to get angry? So, <laughs> are you allowed to get angry? Uh, that's another uh, thing. Are you allowed to get angry? But, but um, one of the things, not to get angry. The, things that are per- the things that upset a person are the things that tell you who, who a person is. Mm. Right? Those, that, that, that tells you what a person is. Yeah, it shows what is you know, important. But a, but a person gets uh, upset over uh, the... Um, the Knicks or the or, or the Nets or the the, the football thing is it shpiyot? How does it affect your life? Uh, and a person allows himself to actually physically get upset over it. I used to be. Like <laughs> it's, it's more like he saw. If he's stingy, he's not gonna buy enough so, to drink, and then he's gonna get angry. <laughs> so he so, uh, so, uh, wow. Whoa, that was a, that was a so whole, whole thing in one sentence. So therefore he says, A person has to allow his intellect uh, to be strong. Uh, intellectually you have to be strong and you have to overcome the Yetzir Hara. And you have to go so far with a person's honesty. A person's honesty has to be so important. 
that a person has to be willing to intellectually overcome his Yitzhara, I'll tell you, no, lie, no, deceive. Uh, this is the way, this is the way to, to your Parnasa. And a person has to be honest to the point that he'll convince himself that, because even if it gets to the point that I might starve a little bit, I might starve a little bit right now, uh, but to keep my word, to, to keep my tongue pure, to keep my word honest. In order to not be evil and wicked in the eyes of Hashem, even for one second. This is what is uh, our, uh, um, our responsibility is, and this is what is good for us. And I'll tell you the truth. Yes, it's clear that those who seek out Hashem and those who trust in Hashem, and when Hashem says, be honest, be straight, don't lie, don't deceive, don't be fraudulent, Hashem says, I'm going to take care of you. Where does the wealth come from? The wealth and the parnasa comes from Hashem. Only, Hashem says, uh, I'm going to give you what you need. Only. Don't worry. You will not be lacking, which is ultimately the biggest bracha. Yes. The biggest bracha yes. of all barachot. The greatest bracha of all barachot is not to have a certain amount of money. The greatest bracha of all barachot is to not be lacking. Because there, there are people who have a lot, but they're still lacking. To have what you need and not necessarily to have what you want. Exactly. To not be lacking. There is no bracha greater than that. And that's the bracha of the pasuk. It says, Hashem, those who seek out Hashem, lo yachseru chotov. They will not be lacking any good. Gotta teach this to your kids. Yeah. There's a difference between yeah. want and yeah. need. And one who walks purely in front of Hashem will walk securely in front of Hashem. Securely. Yeah. Wow. He says, this is a tremendous rule. And to all the different things that a person desires and a person wants. And especially when it comes to money, that a person desires it. Um, so much a desire for strong, uh, for the desire for money is so strong. And the Yetzirahara is so smart that it teaches you. So there's a concept in the Gemara that says whenever you uh, want to appoint a judge to the Sanhedrin, Sanhedrin, uh, that judge, he has to be intellectually smart enough and wise enough to find 49 reasons in the Torah why a sheret, uh, why an amphibian, like a lizard, uh, would, be to, uh, would be kosher. Right? Uh, the Torah says straight out that it's not kosher. Right? The shratim, the, the creepy crawling um, animals, are all not kosher. Right, but the the judge should be able to find. You know, it says the Torah here, and it says over there, and therefore you should be able to conclude that actually it is kosher. He has to be able to find you forty nine reasons why it's kosher. Why do you have to do that? Obviously, it's still impure. Obviously, it's still tameh. The Torah already said straight out um, that it's impure. But the kavanah, what it's saying is that uh, a judge, and uh, especially someone on the Sanhedrin, they have to they have to know so much in order to know how to solve problems. Whenever problems come up, they have to know how to think creatively. Uh, and obviously you can never go against what it actually says in the Torah, what yes, it actually yes, says yes. in the text. But a, a judge, a chacham, has to be able to think creatively to how to solve problems um, in, the, in the community. And that does not involve just looking straight at what it says um, in the text. 
So, so here he uses that that terminology to say he says the yetzer hara when it comes to money, right, even the things that you know, the Torah says gezel it's stealing. Forty nine ways. Why it's a lot? No, he's rich. He doesn't really need the money, and I actually do need that. Forty nine different ways. Get you're stealing. It's stealing. They swear in the Torah. And so lachen, and therefore, mihaish hayaret Hashem, um, praiseworthy is the person who fears God. Yekayem, I'll give you some advice. Be'al binatecha al tishain. Do not just rely on your own uh, mind. Don't just rely on your on your own judgment. Right? Go to a chacham. If you're not sure if this is allowed or is not allowed, go to a chacham. Go to a third party who is not biased ask his and ask his opinion. He says, is, is is it right what I'm doing? Is it correct? Is it not? Correct? I want to do this. Is it correct? Is it not correct? Explain the scenario to him. And do not veer uh, left or right from what the chacham teaches you and what, what the Torah would say. Hey, so. End of the section of Onaat Mamon, of financial abuse. Now, Yesh Onaat Devarim, there's a different type of abuse, and that is bullying. verbal, verbal abuse. Onaat Devarim, bullying with words or abusing with words. And Shehu, which one is worse? Financial abuse or the, or the verbal abuse? Verbal abuse is more like the ability to also. Yeah, verbal abuse is a buzzword. So I, 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 I hesitate very strongly to use the word verbal abuse because it's a buzzword nowadays and it means a lot of things to a lot of people. But the concept of hurting somebody else with your words. Right? Very simply hurting yourself, hurting someone with words. like killing somebody. Which, which one is worse? To, to take someone's money, to take someone's property, or to to hurt somebody spiritually, to hurt somebody with your words. Spiritually. It says, To hurt somebody with your words is worse. It's worse than taking their money. So you take a piece of their soul, and you tear it, and you, and you, and you, and you beat it up, and you, and you throw it to the ground. Says one of the statements of the Gemara is when it when it comes to tefillah, it says all of the gates um, are closed. Meaning that it's very easy, it's very difficult for a person to get their prayer to have a direct access to be able to to go up to Shamaim and to get to Hashem, because most of the gates are closed. So one of the statements of the Gemara, there there are several of them over there, but one of the statements of the Gemara is all of the gates of Hashem when it comes to prayer are closed, except there's one gate that's always open. It says Sha'are Ona'a. Right, right. If there, if there's somebody who cried out because he was abused by somebody else, or she was abused right away. by somebody else, directly gets wow. hurt, and the person who abused and the person who hurt them is actually in danger. Wow. They're in danger because of that, because that person's tefillah it goes directly to Hashem, wow, wow, wow. on on account of you, on account of the the oppressor. So, Hashem attends to it personally. Wow. Hashem, if a, if a person out of that pain uh, of the oppression cries out to Hashem, Hashem attends to it personally. It, it, it goes directly to Hashem. Your, your biggest troublemaker children and the ones that give you most pain are the ones that become most successful. <laughs> it's because the tears and the crying and the pain the tears, reach out to Hashem. The, 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 
And he says, and in this area as well, when it comes to verbally hurting somebody else, uh, there are a lot of people who stumble over it. He says, A lot of times people don't realize. You don't realize that you're hurting somebody else in the, in the way that you spoke. And let me give you a first, a general rule, a step one, a, a level one. And there's definitely uh, greater levels that a person can reach. But level one. If you see somebody is uncomfortable, you see somebody, the person is hurt by what you said, or you hear that it's hurt, it says that's onatevarim. You hurt them with your words. And if you want to know, if it's something that hurts him or not. So, this is as a level one. First, keep Mamar Abotenuzal. What our Chachamim said. That which you would not want. want you would not be comfortable. Don't do it. You wouldn't like, don't, don't do it to somebody else. First, think to yourself before you say something. If I was the subject of my words, if I was the, if I was this person uh, that that I'm speaking about, would would I want them to say say this to me? Would I want them to say this about me? Would I want them to say this about my children? And if the answer is no, don't say it. Don't say it yourself. That 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 which you would not want being said about you or regarding you. Don't say it to about private. Yeah. So put yourself there. This is in the world of psychology, they call this perspective taking. Perspective taking means the ability to put yourself in somebody's shoes. The ability to think, well, if, if I were in that place, how would I feel if, if I was in the other person's position? And, and it's a necessary tool for a person to grow in life. No, for instance, to, to grow past Sometimes the level. Sometimes you don't have the time to do you have to give leave. advice, to put yourself in their shoes yeah. before you give them advice. Yeah, to, to leave your own shell. To leave your own shell. To say, no, what do you mean? What do you mean? That the, uh, they don't care. What do you mean? It doesn't bother anybody. Huh? Think as if you were in their position and somebody was saying it to you. How about it? Now there's there's a level beyond that in understanding is uh, uh, um, and this the Rambam mentions there's a level beyond that in understanding and appreciating that sometimes certain people are even more sensitive than you. And sometimes it becomes more difficult. Right? Sometimes there are things that even if you yourself would say that it wouldn't bother me. Yeah, but it doesn't but to bother them it bothers. Me. But to them it bothers. So for example, the, the classic example that the Rambam says is when it comes to Yetomim and Almanot, when yes, it comes to orphans, when it comes to orphans or when it comes to widows, the Rambam says, go out of your way, the, the, the Gemara says it, and uh, the Torah says, go out of your way to be careful with your words and how you treat them because they're extremely sensitive. Orphans and, and you're right? Orphans and widows. Yes. Right? They're very delicate. They're very delicate, and things that might not bother your average person, they they, they might be yes. more sensitive and yes. might hurt For them sure. more easily. For sure. So there's a level one in perspective taken and thinking in thinking to yourself. Well, if I were in their position, would it bother me or, or would it not bother me? But there's another level of saying, even even if it was me, and it, it doesn't bother me, but maybe somebody else it hurts. Maybe if I would have lived my life and gone through everything they go to up until this point, I could understand. I, uh, I could, could barely understand. I, I could understand for for a, a little, a little bit that it would hurt. Yeah.
Now, where does the most difficult part come here? He says there are a lot of people that that come He says that uh, where does the the foolishness come in saying ah it doesn't matter ah I didn't say anything I didn't do anything. Don't Through joking around. Right. For your average person, it's not that you're actually hurting somebody. No, you're actually I'm, I'm bullying. It's actually funny. Yeah, it happens in schools, and it's it's bad, and it's horrible, and uh, you know the the bullying is terrible. But, but when is it really bad, and when does it go unnoticed that people find an excuse for themselves? They say, "I was just joking around. I was just making a joke." Don't no, 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 no. I, I wasn't actively bullying or, or hurting them. And, 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 I was just making jokes. I just wanted to make people laugh. And this is what the Pasuk in Mishlei. Pasuk in Mishlei says, It's a person that he's throwing uh, firebrands. He's throwing burning pieces of wood um, at somebody. And he's mitlale and he's saying, ah, joking. I'm just joking. You're throwing. Rabbi, it doesn't get easier. It does not get easier. Somebody. So as Mishlei says, the continuation of Mishlei is, That's the same as a person who deceives his friend. And then he says, no, but I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> so especially when it comes to jokes, a person has to be careful. Sometimes the jokes are really funny, but sometimes uh, the joke has a kernel of truth to it, and it can hurt somebody if they're not they're not prepared. So in the area of jokes, a person has to be very careful. They don't know your sense of humor. We wish everybody a Shabbat Shalom. We should always have joy and simcha in our families and good health. Amen. Amen. And Monday I cannot make it because I'm, I think I have a Brit. Oh. Mazato, Mazato. We're going to continue. So, Shabbat Shalom, Barak.